Hello, I'm Emma, and I am here to drag you lovely shock fans kicking and screaming through a muddy, murky bog swamp of the shameful, oh-so-shameful shenanigans of the famous folk. Hello, I'm Verity, and I'm here with the smelling sorts in case it's all too overwhelming. (laughs) We're enchanted to once again be here with you, dear friends. Yes, we're delighted that at this moment you've chosen us to titillate your eardrums. So without further ado, it's time for... The Shock List. Verity, are you well? I'm quite well. Oh good, I'm pleased to hear it. I'd like to start today with a... It's a sad story. Oh no. It's quite a serious story, Verity. Oh no. It's a tale of abuse. What? Pensioner (gasps) abuse. What? A pensioner is filmed by a stranger. Yeah. She's sitting on a chair, minding her own business. Yeah. And out of nowhere comes a man, grabs the chair really forcefully, drags it. Yeah. Drags it. Yeah. And the woman falls off the chair onto a hard floor. That's terrible. It's awful. This is, as I said, this has been filmed. (gasps) Nobody goes to help. None of the onlookers, there's onlookers and none of them go to help. Oh, no. This video is posted and goes viral. That's shocking. It's shocking. It's humiliating. It's awful. I mean, I don't know what to say. What have we become that we'll let this happen to an old lady and an not old lady. help? I know. Nobody helped. There were loads of people there, Verity, and nobody helped. I- I'm ashamed. Okay. <laughs> it's Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old lady. It's that old lady, Madonna. <laughs> Poor old Madonna. So this story... <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. We're not laughing at you, Madonna. We're not laughing at you, and we're not laughing at the old over 65s. Actually, we are slightly laughing at you, Madonna. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, poor old Madonna. She's in Seattle on stage in her interminable world, world tour. God, she must be tired. I saw it what seems like years ago. A million years ago. A million years ago I saw this tour, and it's still going. It's still going. She's on her tour. She's singing Open Your Heart. Right. Quite badly. Oh dear. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but anyway, by the by, she's singing Open Your Heart. She's doing her best, God love her. <laughs> As part of the choreography, she's in this beautiful balloon chair. She's in a basque and fishnet. Oh, yeah. okay. And a dancer's yeah. job is to stride up the, the stage, drag her on the chair across the stage while she still sings. <gasps> Clever. But... The dancer, mm. poor guy, was in six-inch heels. Oh, no. <laughs> as part of his costume. We all know how difficult those are to walk in. <gasps> Tripped over the six-inch heels. Oh, no. Fell to the ground, and Madonna fell off her chair. Is deposited. Is deposited. On the onto floor. On oh, t- no. Onto the stage. Oh, Madonna. <laughs> oh, no. <gasps> With a, I mean, she was lucky not to break a hip. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing. I am not. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. She then, mm. this is the best bit. Yeah. She then, everybody goes, oh my God, she just laughed it off. No, look closely. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> no. She lies on the floor. She gives this poor guy a look that could turn a grown warrior to stone. Oh no. Oh, God. And then remembers that she's supposed to have a sense of humour and she laughs. Right. But the look she gives him, can you imagine... Poor guy. ...how he felt? 
Oh no, he's just thrown Madonna on the floor. He's thrown Madonna on the floor in front of 100,000 Seattle fans. But he fell over too. I mean, he, poor knees. He falled over. He falled over. I mean, he was lucky not to break an ankle on those heels. She didn't say, are you all right? Oh I God. mean, oh presumably God. he didn't say a word because oh he just saw his future. That poor guy has got to get through the... Because re- open your heart comes early, oh right? No. In a gig. <laughs> so he's got to get through the rest of the gig wondering, open your heart, am I going to open my P45? <laughs> What fate will befall me? She's going to kill me. Oh, no. To be fair, to be fair, she's probably mellowed with age. I suspect there's every chance that Madonna gave afterwards, went up to him, gave my cuddle, said, it's all right. Let's eat a bit of chocolate, yeah. cuddle up, yeah. and watch a couple of episodes of Gilmore Girls. That's what I think probably happened. Do you? No. 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 I mean, he'll he'll be fired. He'll be fired. Oh, no. Oh, God. Poor man. I mean, poor Madonna. I'm glad she's all right. I'm glad she's all right so she can carry on with this. I mean, is this tour ever going to end? No, because it's her farewell tour, so she's never going to want to end it. Oh, my God, it's never going to end. It's also not going to be her farewell tour. No, I shouldn't think so. There's no way. Well, I hope not. We want her to keep going. Come on, I'd like Battered and bruised. Yes, (laughs) exactly. In her fishnets. Go on, Madonna. Come on, up you get. Come on, like a virgin. Well, while we're on tour with Madonna... Yeah, this just in her majesty yeah has had to edit the content of the show slightly oh did you see this so i don't know if you recall from when you went to go and see yes. said show um but there's a lovely section that pays tribute to people who died of AIDS. this is actually incredibly beautiful she's up in this sort of box mm. floating above the stage yeah. and all the screens are this beautiful wall of lots and lots and lots of people who lost their lives to aids yeah the you, faces of the fallen yeah it's very moving yeah except she put luther vandross in there Oh, God. And Luther Vandross, according to his family, was never diagnosed with HIV or AIDS. Oh. And they have demanded that uh, Madonna remove the picture of Luther Vandross from this tribute. Oh, my God. I mean, awkward. Like, it's a a lovely sentiment, Madonna, but maybe check with the family first. Oh, my God. Yeah, because he died of a stroke, didn't he, Luther Vandross? Complications from, yeah. Right. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. They're not happy. Oh, Madonna. I mean, she she means well. She means well. Means well, Madonna. The shop list. (laughs) Where are we going next, V? Well, this is quite a this is quite a this is a very modern story. Ooh. This is a tale of modern times. Oh, I love that. Now, um, it's not all fun and games being famous. You have to protect your privacy. Yes. You have to keep up your image at all times. Yes. Try to not get cancelled over saying the wrong thing. Yes. Or saying the right thing. Or yes. being seen with the wrong person. Yeah. Or heaven forfend endorsing something dodgy. Oh, God, yes, you wouldn't want to do that. No, you wouldn't want to do that. Well, now it seems Mm -hmm. that celebrities can do all of that and behave like a Buddhist monk and still find themselves humiliated, blamed and sprayed by the skunky stink of public damnation (laughs) when they were nowhere near, Gov, honest. Because now AI is in the mix. Piers Morgan... Yeah. Nigella Lawson. Yeah. And even Oprah Winfrey have been hit. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... That's a band of brothers, isn't isn't it? Isn't it? Together at last. (laughs) So uh, a bunch of online adverts suddenly appeared, giving the impression that they were all endorsing the same thing, which is this shady US influencer's controversial, let's say, self-help course. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. So promoting the so-called genie script, which is... The centrepiece of a manifestation course. 
right? Which is sold for 37 bucks, which is 29 pounds a time by yep. Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Wesley Virgin. I mean, I'm not believing this as a name. So Wesley Virgin is apparently a motivational coach who has drawn 1.1 million followers on Instagram and right. claims to be worth $40 million. <gasps> claims is the what, important what, word here. What is the... What's the video? Well, it's... Okay, so basically, it's peddling this thing called the Genie Script. Yes. Which is apparently a missing bit of a Hebrew Bible. There's 20 missing words. Right. That will apparently change your life. But presumably, we don't know what these missing words no, are. Because you we've have got to, to pay the money, the money. to And then you hear what the, the missing right. words are. Oh, my goodness. But <laughs> you might think this is nonsense. But if you see Nigella Lawson selling <gasps> it to you, maybe you'll believe it. Right. So there are these online adverts. There are these images of Nigella doing what she does, baking, baking, baking. And then there's this kind of script over the top, which is Nigella's voice. But it's not Nigella Lawson. It's AI. Now, have a listen to this. Oh, my God. OK. My baking book, How to Be a Domestic Goddess, is one giant metaphor in disguise for reclaiming our lost Eden. You see, baking was my powerful manifestation ritual to overcome my abuse and hardships. After 25 minutes of nutmeggy fumes of baking pie, I felt an unexplained high and euphoria each time. I became like a goddess, resilient and filled with gratitude, love and abundance. But I never told you about the hidden scripture I recited in my mind each time I baked. The script that's hidden from everyone's Bible. Okay, so I'm, I'm sorry, but Nigella Lawson... <laughs> it's unbelievable! <laughs> nutmeggy fumes. Nutmeggy fumes. <laughs> They've even bothered to try and sort of throw a few Nigella-isms in there. I mean, it sounds just like her. If you just heard it, you would think that was her, wouldn't you? It's so like her that I feel like we have to say to (laughs) listeners, if you just heard that, that isn't Nigella. No. Don't buy this product. No. Anyway, they've targeted her for whatever reason, written this script, and it's all in Nigella's voice talking about nutmeggy fumes and feeling like a goddess and this mantra that she recites and And this this euphoria that comes the euphoria (laughs) that she's euphoric i mean the thought that nigella would be euphoric and high i mean perish the thought perish the thought but according to this she is because of these 20 words which will unlock the secret to manifestation right i'm not sure what manifestation is I think you write down what you want. You write down what you want or you say what you want. You yeah. read your 20 words and that will come unto you. Right, okay. That, that, that want okay. thing will come so unto you. Wes- I mean, it says in there that she met Wesley Virgin at a party and he handed her the secret to, you know, eternal riches, basically. Wesley Virgin says that once he found the mantra, since that moment he's become a multimillionaire all on his own. I mean, not quite on his own no, because well, of no. the naivety of millions of people who <laughs> yes. sent him money, presumably. Yes. But, you know, OK. Yeah. So but anyway, so they've deep faked Nigella, which was superb. Oprah. I mean, that's wonderful because in that Oprah says, because this is how I've got two billion in the bank. Because Oprah always talks about how much money she's got. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell it's her. You can tell it's no oh doubt. Oh, my God. No doubt that that's Oprah. And then... They do it with Piers Morgan as well. Now, this man has um, a kind of slippery uh, relationship with the truth at the best of times. Yes. Um, but uh, he's fairly furious that they've used his image and his voice in order to flog this. He says this is another example of a very worrying trend of public figures being misused 
really, Piers. To deep fake AI manipulators for financial gain. Well, if anyone knows about misusing public figures, it's Piers Morgan. Well, quite. How are you supposed to tell the real celebrities from the AI celebrities? I'm not sure. I I mean, this could be used to hurt people. Yes. It could also be used to give them an alibi. Yeah. Well, yes. (laughs) Exactly. Because actually... You know, if a celebrity is clever, mm. they can use this deepfake AI yeah. in order to get themselves out of all sorts of things. Think about somebody like Emma Watson. Oh, Think about Emma Watson, yeah. right? Very woke, yeah. very for the people, yeah. very much, you know, wants to do good in the world at she all times. Does, yeah. I mean, it's a bit po-face of my taste, but, you know, good on her. Good right? on her, yeah. If Emma Watson now goes swimming in the ocean yeah. and punches a dolphin... <laughs> She can turn round in a moment of peak, in a mad moment, in a mad non-woke moment. She can turn round and she can say, "That wasn't me. That was my deep fake." Deep fake. Deep fake AI. See, this is all weird. How isn't do it? we even know that we're real? I'm uh, well. Hang on, I'm going to punch you in the face. Go on, Sue. So, okay, if you don't, if you don't flinch when I punch you really hard in the face, then I'm wearing a ring. Yep. Yeah. Go on. Okay, ready? Yep. One, two, three. Nothing. Oh my god, it's fake you. Deep fake. Deep fake, I'm not even here. Put my head in the blender. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if it's really me. Let's see if it's real. (laughs) I mean, I have to say, all of this aside... Yes. I I, I get the sense you're about to make quite a clever point. Well, it's not a clever point, but I mean, it just does sound rather familiar, all of this kind of like... Come and I will give you the secret in 20 words. If and you pay money. If you pay money. It yeah. sounds a little bit like someone's listened to L. Ron Hubbard, who <gasps> famously set up Scientology, oh my God, which was yes. the idea of invent a religion. Yes, and then that you, you make pay a lot for. of money. Because as I say, I don't think Wesley Virgin is a real name. I think Wesley Virgin yes. is a deep fake, to be honest. Oh my God, of somebody, there's somebody even behind... Wesley Virgin. Well, this is it. It's all a bit um, wheels within wheels and levels within levels. And the sort of thing that might benefit someone who wants you to believe in the Matrix. (gasps) Who is it who talks about the Matrix a lot? Oh, my God. Go on. Tell me. Tell me. Well, he's quite familiar and he does a lot of videos himself. Oh, yeah. Mm, Well, I mean, it's Andrew Tate, isn't it? (gasps) So It could be. It could be. Now, I've got a 20-worded script for you. Yeah. Go on. Ready? Count. Yeah. This is to make you think the Matrix is real and Andrew Tate has a point rather than a twat. I love your mantra. I'm going to adopt it as my own. <laughs> but then I, you know. But then when you walk down the street and something Matrixy happens, you have to say that. Oh my God. Because the Matrix isn't real. <laughs> the Matrix is not real. And Andrew Tate really is a twat. The shock list. Next up, Ferdy, mm. is somebody who could really benefit from blaming his problems on deep fake AI. <laughs> Are you aware of a gentleman by the name of Christian Horner? I am aware of him, yes. So for anyone not aware of Christian Horner, he um, runs a the Red Bull Formula One team. Yes. If you're not aware of Formula One, it's a sport where young men in very fast, very small cars drive round and round in circles very quickly, making yeah. a hell of a din. Yeah. Uh, the one who drives round in circles the, the quickest yeah. wins the race. Yeah, sounds that's, brilliant. That's essentially Formula One. Sounds brilliant. 
Christian Horner is the team principal, as I said, of the Red Bull Formula One team. Mm -hmm. They're very successful. In 2023, they won 21 out of 22 races. That's a lot. So their drivers went round and round and round in circles the quickest lots and lots and lots of times. Well, that's very good. Well done. Very, very good. Yeah. Christian Horner is under investigation Mm. for inappropriate behaviour towards a female member of staff. He... I have to say, strenuously denies this. Right. And there is an internal investigation going on. Right. Do you like how responsible I was with my legal... Uh, it was very thing? good. It's very good. I can't get past wanting to say Christian Horner sat in a corner eating his Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just what he, comes to mind he, every time. Oh, that's Christian Horner, Christian Horner sat, sat in, in a, a corner, corner abusing a member of staff, allegedly. <laughs> just unpacking this slightly. Mm. By the time this goes out... This investigation may be complete mm. and little Jack Horner, little Christian Horner, Christian Horner, little Christian Horner in his corner might have been cleared of all charges. I wanted to unpack it because for me, the mm. first shock of this mm. is that this is Formula One, mm. right? This is full of boys wanting to win prizes. Yeah. It's a macho business. Yeah. I've watched Netflix's Drive to Survive, which is about Formula One. I've yet, I've yet to spot a woman amongst all the people. <laughs> well, they've got better so he's, things to do. He's bloody lucky to have found somebody uh, to allegedly strenuously denied by Christian mm. sexually harass on WhatsApp. He is lucky to have found that person. Well, I mean, yeah, but they have to let women in now, don't they? You know. Keep it, I haven't seen any of them. I mean, I don't know where they well, were. They're not allowed near the camera, but, you know, oh. they've got to tick They're boxes. not allowed near the cars. No, and they're, they're making the team. And they're certainly not allowed to drive very, 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 very fast, round and round in circles, hoping to win a prize well no because women can't drive women no or vote is that right <laughs> the second thing about this is how much attention this has got yes because you know if you think about it christian horner you know if it was max verstappen who i understand is a driver i know you look so impressed that i knew his name <laughs> max verstappen is one of the young men who drives round and round in circles very 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 very, very okay. fast all right hi max right? Yeah. he works for christian horner right but if it had been max verstappen or lewis hamilton i know him yeah, oh, yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Or Jensen Button, which I always thought was a made-up person, but no, apparently he was a real. No, thing. no, he's not a deep fake. He's, he's a real. He's a real person. thing. Real yeah. thing. Jensen Button. If it had been them, mm. you'd have gone, yeah, blimey, so, you know, they're celebrities. But yeah. Christian Horner, he just runs a team. Yeah. Except that mm. we all know who Christian Horner's married to, don't we? Well, we do. Who's he married to, Verity? He's married to Jerry Halliwell. Off the Spice Girls. Off the Spice Girls. Which, Gin- he is Mr. Ginger Spice. He's Mr. Ginger Spice, which instantly elevates Christian Horner off a small paragraph. <laughs> (laughs) the back pages into the front page of all the red tops Mm, it's almost like they've been waiting to get him isn't it isn't it though Mm. they've certainly been waiting to to bring poor old jerry halliwell down she's devastated yeah you know as she would be yeah i'm sure regardless of whether or not any of this is true that you know she had this lovely marriage Mm. and now presumably is having some quite difficult conversations at home yeah the press, of course, because she's kept her counsel on it, she's just staying at home, yeah. not really posting on Instagram at the moment, have been desperate to find anything. So literally they have been clawing through anybody related to the Horners' right. Instagram to find anything they can. And the best that they have come up with, shock, Yeah, Jerry unfollowed the Beckhams. Ooh. So everybody's going, oh my God, what have the Beckhams done? How have the Beckhams chastised Jerry and Christian? You know, oh, that's terrible. Are they not being supportive friends? She refollowed them about an hour later. So she probably just pressed the wrong button on Instagram. <laughs> like we all done. It's 
unbelievable the Ooh. amount of column inches this story has had and the the ways that the press have tried to get at Jerry, who has got nothing to, nothing do, to do with, with this. No, nothing you know, to do with I'm it. I'm actually not the world's biggest Jerry Halliwell fan. I find her quite irritating, all the sort of self-help crap that she spouts and doesn't understand. But I feel for her on this. Yeah, because they're coming for her. And they're she's coming not, for she's her. She's not done anything No, wrong. she's not. You know, no. she doesn't work for Formula One. She's not sent inappropriate WhatsApp messages as far as we know. You know, poor Jerry. The shock list. Staying with the Spice Girls, there's been a, an update on the Mel B story. So you know a few years ago, Mel B was doing X Factor. She was judge on X Factor. Yeah. And she was, she missed a show. She was pictured and the, the following show very bruised and it turned out Allegedly, because he denies it, mm. that her then husband Stephen Belafonte mm. beat the living crap out of mm. her, um, and you know she eventually escaped this allegedly very abusive marriage. Yeah, came back to the UK yeah. from LA. Yeah, she has just posted this extraordinary post on Instagram and given an interview, saying just how bad things got. Right. So apparently, yeah, Stephen Belafonte. Controlled everything, controlled all the money. It was all allegedly controlled all the money. And when she finally got out, this thirty million pound fortune that she had built had dwindled down to seven hundred quid. <gasps> she was left with seven hundred quid. Oh god. She's got kids, by the way. So yeah. she and the kids were living in the mum's bungalow. Yeah. She was having to sort of shop in bulk at Costco and Niddle. I have to say there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. that. But I would say that there's a a little lesson to be learned here. My God. Rebuilding 700 quid into being able to afford your own house. Yeah. Move into, which she's done this week. It's taken her five years. But she's done it. But she's saved all the money. Yeah. She's sorted, you know, she's, she's, she's been providing for the kids. She's saved money. She's taken jobs. Yeah. In order to refill the coffers. She's recovered or is recovering from an abusive relationship. Yep. And she's, she, last week she got the keys to her own house. Good for her. A nice converted barn. Sounds lovely. Good for, Good for her. her. That is girl power. Yeah. It's not sitting there wearing a tea towel, spouting on about crap. It's picking yourself up, dusting yourself down, and making, it, making your way back. Yeah. Never say die. Never say die. Good on you, Mel B. Go on, girl. Come on, girl. The shock list. Want to take you back in time? Okay. Do you remember Rex Harrison? Oh, I do. My Fair Lady. Oh, my, my God. My Fair Lady yes. and Dr. Doolittle, Rex Harrison. Yes. A star of the golden age of yesteryear. Absolutely. Wasn't he a, lovely? A British gentleman. Absolutely. A British gentleman. I mean, actually not so lovely. <laughs> not so lovely. And there's method in this madness. Bear, bear with me on this story. Okay, I'm listeners. coming for the ride. Go yeah, on. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about this. I just love this story. So... <laughs> Rex Harrison, yeah. not quite the English gent that he purported to be. Oh. He had a reputation for being very abrupt with his fans. Mm. And one night in the 1950s, late 1950s, he was on the West End stage yeah. doing My Fair Lady, which yeah. he did on stage and, and then did and the film. And then in the film. And then did yeah. the film. It was late. It was cold. It was pouring with rain. Yeah. Rex was in no mood to meet the fans at the stage door. <laughs> right. A little old lady standing by the stage door politely asks for an autograph. Yeah. And Rex turns around and tells her to sod off. 
apparently these are the exact words. The little old lady, rather meekly, you know, going away, mm. is absolutely incensed, rolls up a newspaper and bashes them over the head with it. <laughs> Stanley Holloway, yeah. who played... The dustman. Uh, the dustman, Eliza's Alfred dad. Doolittle, yeah. Eliza's dad, on stage and in the film, yeah. witnessed all of this, yeah. turned around to Rex Harrison yeah. and congratulated him on making history as it being the first recorded time that the fan has ever hit the shit. <laughs> I'll get to my point. <laughs> Rex Harrison, although he appeared in two musicals, not one, but two musicals, yes. Dr. Doodle and My Fair Lady, yes. and won an Oscar for yes. My Fair Lady, yes. yeah. couldn't sing a note. No. Could not sing a note. He did the talky singing. He did the talky singing. Somebody else who can't sing. <laughs> Go on. Ooh, our Cantona. <laughs> okay. So Eric Cantona has released... Do we still call it an album? I, I mean, don't I, know. I think Eric Cantona would still call it an album. So he released this music last year. So it's an old story, except that last weekend yeah. he appeared mm. on Michael McIntyre's big show and sung a song. Mm. Now, Michael McIntyre's big show is a sort of a jolly Saturday night <laughs> extravaganza, <laughs> very show busy. Michael McIntyre, very middle of the road, housewife's favourite performer. Yep. Jolly Jake. Saturday night, light entertainment, yeah, very well done. surprise people in the audience. Yep. They bring on big name comedians and celebrities. They have a performance. It's probably steps. It's usually steps. <laughs> and amongst this... Mm. At one point on the stage mm. is Eric Cantona mm. wearing a pork pie hat yep. and a scruffy cardigan yep. and an unkempt beard yeah. growling into a microphone a la Serge Gainsbourg. <laughs> I mean, that's it though, is it? Or I mean, Leonard Cohen. Yeah. A, a, a song about loss and death. I mean, it's and very French. It's very French. It's not quite what you expect on the Michael McIntyre show. Not quite what you expect. Should we have a little listen? Oh, let's have a little listen. Watch the trees on the Ozer Swing. The Ozer Flow is much too small. Watch yourself in the mirror. Someone you hate, someone you love. So good. It was brilliant. It was I mean, so extraordinary. Good. But brilliant. so out of place. But of course, you know, and the audience are just sort of sitting there completely baffled, going, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but he pulls it off. They're going, hey, Eric Kensina. Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I can't dance to this, mother. Oh, it's brilliant. And actually, the music is really good. It's, I mean, of, of its. If you like Serge Gainsbourg, or, which I or do. Leonard Cohen, which I, I love do. Leonard Cohen. Yeah. And so it's very much actually my cup of tea. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't have a place on the Michael McIntyre no. show. This, and this sort of strange Rex, well, no, it's not Rex Harrison, but the sort of the, the, the talky, growly. It's so French though, oh. isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's wonderful, but it just was so wrong. Wrong and out of place. It was so weird. He wrote it all himself, by right? the way. He wrote all the music and all the lyrics. We knew he was a poet. We all remember if the seagulls follow the trawler. <laughs> that's philosophy, that is. Oh, that's philosophy, not poetry. Yeah. So he's, you know, he is a... He's a, he's he's a, a multi-threat. He's a philosophizer. He is a deep 
existential fellow. He, one of the books he had, okay, so he wrote Eric Canton and My Life Story. Yeah, yeah of course. But he did publish a thing called My Notebook, which was literally his notebook. And, <laughs> and it had in it a kind of, you know, drawings, thoughts, all kind of, you know, so, so that you could glimpse the mind of this great philosophizer. Because, you know, he's, he's pretty deep. And actually, footballers don't tend to be. So, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. My favourite quote of his. Yeah, go on. You can change your wife. Yep. Your politics. Yep. Your religion. Yeah. But never, never can you change your favourite football team. Oh. And I go along with that. I hold Yeah, well, that. you yeah, would. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That, that makes sense to me. So I'm with him. Good for you, Eric Cantona. We love you, Eric Cantona. <laughs> the chocolate. He's got some quickies. We love quickies. We love a quickie. I should be so lucky the musical. Yeah. I mean, it was only a matter of time. Well, I knew about this last year. Did you? Yes, because I interviewed Pete Waterman. Ah. And he told me that it was all going to go ahead. And in his words, he was like, well, they're using all the songs. And I was like, well, that's great. That's fine. Everyone's going to want to go and see that, Pete. He went, yeah, there's not much of a story to it. Well, no. And I was like, well, that doesn't matter because it's got the songs. And he said, "Mm, I'd quite like there to be a story to it. Fair dues. Fair dues. (laughs) But who cares if you like Stock Aitken and Waterman? Who doesn't? Yeah. Then you're just going to go and you're gonna see the go. songs, are It's aren't currently you? on tour. It's it started on tour. So I thought in a march of that, I might pick out a couple of Stock Aitken and Waterman moments okay. from yesteryear that, yeah. that, that, that I just absolutely love. These yeah. are true stories. Yeah. Obviously, the most famous thing to come out of the hit factory, Stock Aitken and Waterman, was Kylie. Yeah. Who had been a big star, well, was a big star on Neighbours. She was was over in London yep. and they suggested that she she tries a single. She'd had a big hit with Locomotion in Australia. Yeah. And so she's invited to come over and record a song with Stock Aitken and Mortimer. Yeah. She arrives and they have forgotten that she's coming. Yeah. Because right? they're quite busy. <laughs> they're busy. It's a hit factory. Right? And the legend also goes, and actually I heard this from Pete, this bit from Pete himself, is that the song was called I Should Be So Lucky because the receptionist came into the studio and said, there's somebody called Kylie Minogue out here. She's come to record a single and they said she should, should be, be so lucky. Sunita <laughs> was a, a, a brief but bright star at the, at the Hit Factory. Yes. So Macho, who can forget? Yes. Toy Boy. Yes. Pete Waterman used to, her manager was a bit persistent and mm. he used to lock, Pete Waterman used to lock Sunita's manager out of the studio going he's a pain in the ass he'll never come to anything he doesn't know what he's doing mm. do you know who Sunita's manager was who Simon Cowell <laughs> <laughs> and finally what happened to him who knows? who knows where is he now where is Sunita's boyfriend now <laughs> at the height of Jason Donovan mania you yeah. remember that oh I you? do I, mean, yeah. I was very much yeah, part yeah. of that mania yeah yeah someone had the bright idea of selling Jason's breath in a jar right for a pound a bottle no made a, made a fortune you're joking god people buy anything it's ridiculous the shocklist this came through from not Courtney this morning Taylor Swift's dad has punched a paparazzo in Australia. What? Yes. So apparently, so she's out in Australia with her boyfriend, Travis Duda. Yeah. And um, so they've had a lovely day out at the zoo, got pap, didn't like it. The next she's day, on tour in Australia, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So the next day she's out, she's sort of, you know, walk, just walking to her car, I think. Yeah. Under a great big umbrella, because yeah. she doesn't want to be seen. Oh. And this pap, 
whose name is Ben McDonald, got right up in her face to take a photograph. And a 71-year-old man punched him. 71-year-old man purported to be Daddy Swift. (laughs) So... Paparazzo Ben McDonald has filed a complaint with the police, but says he'll let it drop if he gets an apology. Uh, I mean, good luck with that one. Because I'm just thinking that Taylor Swift's lawyers are probably quite good. And it turns out that this particular paparazzo, um, he had a restraining order put against him by Nicole Kidman some years ago. So he's quite good at getting up in people's faces and pissing them off and then going to court. That's sort of his... Thing it turns out so maybe Ben McDonald maybe go and seek another career because you're not making any friends. Good old Tay-Tay's dad. Yeah, go on, go on, Daddy Swift. The shock list. Later in the year, mm. there's something quite extraordinary mm. in the celebrity genre coming to ITV. Right. Okay. Yeah. I kid you not. Yeah. ITV yeah. are doing a show yeah. called Shark Colon Celebrity Infested Waters. This is a show what? that will see celebs yeah. literally yeah. being thrown to the sharks. <laughs> I am not kidding. And ITV released a press release saying it is going to be A-listers. No. Is it fuck? It's going to be a load of ta- Love Islanders and Odge from TOWIE. We know that. The press release, the end of the press release says, ITV have announced that celebs will come to appreciate the shark's place in the food chain. What, by eating them? <laughs> I think we all appreciate the shark's place in the food chain. I don't need to get... It's in... above us, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I don't need to get into the waters to know that. No, it's really fine. The shark list. Right, that's it for another week. Yay, we shocked out. Yay. So we need to say our thank yous. Oh, thank you, first of all, to Christopher for doing our recording. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks. And our editing, actually. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Sorry. And the editing. Thank you very much to Poshdom on Vibe. Poshdom, wherever you are. Yay. We love you. We haven't even raged. Are you still alive? <laughs> um, also, we need to thank our WhatsApp group, Not Courtney. Yes, they've gone they over time this week. Jim and Tom and Emma and Miranda who also did a favour with our transcription service this week. So thank you very much thank for that. You. Thank you. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And thank you to our lovely listeners. Yes, thank you. Thank you for there. tolerating us. Thanks. Thanks for coming back for more. Thank you. We're, we're going to do it again next week. We are. So. We'll do it all again next week. Yeah, come back for more. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.